0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. We've created a free self-care checklist and it's ready for you to download today. On the checklist, you'll find 50 brand new ideas to practice self-care. And it's not just bubble baths download the free checklist today and be reminded of the importance of practicing self-care head to com forward slash self-care all right let's get into the episode Welcome to episode 330 on the Get Married podcast. And of course, we are so excited to be here today. Mm-hmm. Thank you for tuning in. We are always grateful for your ears. Thanks for choosing Get Married. Yes. And we are actually going back on a topic we've spoken about Wow, back in 2019, we first spoke about this topic. Well, officially. I feel like it's been talked about many a time in other podcasts. Yeah, probably. But we're doing a whole episode. Yes, another one. Uh, And it's all about people-pleasing and letting go of people-pleasing because, wow, people-pleasing sucks. Are you a people-pleaser? Well, maybe back before, I think so. Yes, I was. What about you at home? you people pleaser? Yeah, let us know. <laughs> if you are a people pleaser, message us right now and say, yes, I am a people pleaser. <laughs> Tell um, me. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I mean, I think, you know, you, I think it's very common to be a people pleaser, especially for women Uh and it, maybe men too. Like I'm trying to think about the men in my life. Like I don't have that many people, in, like you know, close close people. I think there's certain. Oh, there Joel is a bit, a, yeah, a bit of a people pleaser. People Yeah, Lost to please me. <laughs> 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 it's no. like Joel, you should let go of your people pleasing, <laughs> except for Carla <laughs> and and Emmy. <laughs> no, but sometimes I can see like in him when he says yes, yeah, yeah. Like, I can see that he in him. Feels it's more of a. Uh, <laughs> A what is that word? A, a Ob- obligation. obligation, rather than a want. Mm. Or, and then sometimes then that can turn into resentment. And this is the whole idea of yes. people pleasing and like why we don't want to do it because when we do be a ple- a people pleaser, oh, that, it's going to get like hard to keep saying that. People pleaser. A PP. When you become a PP, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you say yes, yes, yes. I'll do that. When it gets to the time of doing the thing that you said, suddenly you feel like, why did I say yes? I don't even want to do this. You're angry People pleasing makes you angry It doesn't make your life better It makes you an angry person And if you're a people pleaser You don't uh, express your anger Because then you feel bad about expressing your anger So you internalize (laughs) your anger So you're, you're nice to their faces Then you feel angry about them inside And you're angry at yourself about your decision And you're just a big hot mess Of anger Of anger Because you said yes Because you felt like you had to But actually the only reason that you had to is because you thought you had to you didn't actually have to say yes and I mean it all sounds so stupid when you say it out loud right you're like I'm a people pleaser but wow like I sound like an idiot no it's just a habit and the cool thing about habits is we learn them but we can also unlearn them and of course the first step of any habit of unlearning any habit is awareness so it's acknowledging that you are a people pleaser and acknowledging that you want to let go of This, maybe not in all aspects, but some. Yeah, and I think that, um, in some, you know, in some circumstances, like sometimes. You want to say yes to the people. It, of it's course. not. Like, it's not like saying no to everything exactly. and everyone. It's just saying yes when you mean yes and no when you mean no. I think like that's a big thing. Like when you when you realize you're a people pleaser, then you might go the other way mm-hmm. where you're like you say no to everyone, mm-hmm. and all you, doors are closed. Yeah, and you don't want to be helpful. You become very unhelpful, and I'm only out to help myself and you know my nearest and dearest now. And, like, that's not nice either. Like, that's selfish too. I mean, unless you need to be like that for a certain reason. But, like, there's obviously a part of us as humans, I believe, that want to help and want to be generous. But we don't want to let it to be, you know, the downfall of ourself and our own health and our our own feelings and emotions. So it's just having awareness of everything and especially of how that it impacts yourself. Mm. Yeah, like that's what I was just thinking when you said that. Like it's like when you ha- when it comes the time when someone asks you to do something, mm. it's like check in. Like, okay, if I say yes, like what is this taking away? Mm. Can I say yes? Like do I have enough time? Mm. Like am I too busy at that same time mm-hmm. where they've asked me to do X, Y, Z? And it's like taking a beat almost and being like actually I don't need to respond right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you're asking me in person – I, I'm gonna take a moment. Like, let me just check my calendar. That's something we do all the time. Even if I don't need to check my calendar, I know. Like, just let to me think just about check it. my calendar. And normally, I will check my calendar. Normally, there's nothing on my calendar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't have that much stuff on my calendar. Sometimes I do. Like, sometimes it's busier than other days. But I think that that's a good habit to get into. And really what that's saying is let me check my boundaries. Yeah, But you don't have to say it in that way. Let me check my calendar. Yeah. And it's more of a tangible thing that people understand. Yeah, and you don't – it's not like let me think about it Mm. because then you're like – you might be worried that they will get offended. I mean – we all have these like feelings and sometimes they they're silly, right? Like worrying about your friend getting offended. Worried if you say no your friend will hate you. Yeah. Like this is all like really silly. So it's conditional friendship. Yeah, like that's so not a nice friendship. Yeah. Like if you if you have a friend like I feel like this is there's all that always that dynamic, you know, in movies and in stories, like the the ultra helpful friend and the friend who uses and abuses and like has the power, right? Mm-hmm. Like you've seen that in how many chick flicks and how many stories, like, you know, chick flicky books, um, like the best kind. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you can all think about a friendship, either you're in one or you've seen one like that where, like, there's the friend that gets used, like the, the little pet almost. Mm-hmm. This is not good. Like this power dynamic, it's crap in friendship. It's not friendship. It's kind of use using, you're getting used. Yeah. Uh, And if you begin to realize, hey, that's me and I'm the helpful friend that keeps getting used and I'm actually getting a bit angry and sick of it, if you make that other person aware of it and they say, nah, then this isn't, no, I don't like it, then say, you know what, I don't need this friendship anymore, it's not worth it because it should be like an even balance. All right, you're going to help when they need help and they'll help you but if it's one-way street, it's not reciprocal, ah. Yeah. And even if it like the reciprocal, like the recipro- reciprocity doesn't happen, you know, but it's the knowing that it, it would, yeah, like, it's, it's like you possible. know, yeah, it's like you in can the, depend in on the them. moment of need, yeah, like you know, like as an example, okay, moving house, okay? yeah, yeah, this is yeah, a really good example. Like Emma, you've moved house more than me, <laughs> and, and Carla's helped me. Every I've time. helped every time, and so has Joel. And we know that like when we move. No, yeah, I'm not going to help. <laughs> like <laughs> I know that you'll help me yeah, pack of my boxes. Of course. So like I think like that's a like that's a really like I think you know I think that is and you know I think. I've seen it. Like I can depend on you. Like I knew you were going to help me and like I might have thought that someone else might have helped me but they didn't even offer and like when they move I didn't offer to help because I was busy. Maybe if I was free or if they if they had have asked, I definitely would have but I wasn't so like forthcoming maybe with help. And I mean like, like maybe that's me being a bit rude because I was like, well, I thought they would have offered to help. <laughs> <laughs> like this is a condition. Why didn't you ask me? Yeah, well, I guess it's just like – and well, it's fine. Like we don't have to say yes. Or no, wrong. exactly. And you don't have to be mishelpful all the time. Yeah, and you can be yes, when you want to. And exactly. I think, like, this is the thing. Like you can be helpful when you want to be. Yeah. Like, in the situation like that, like obviously, if someone is in like dire straight off, like, oh yeah, that's totally of different. Being needing yeah. to be helped, like you reach out and you help them, of course, you pull them of course. up. But like we're talking about like day to day life, stuff yeah, here. like. Things like moving house, things like picking you up from the airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this kind of stuff. Like little things in life that make a big difference. When someone helps you, like you notice and you're like, wow, thank you. I'm grateful for that. And I think, you know, like we're so very lucky that we have each other. Like Mm. we're the kind of friend and sister where it's like – like I would never even worry about asking you for help for anything. Like I'm like okay if I'm asking too much I would start to think about it. Like it's not like I um, abuse that that no, magic never. Uh, and I would be aware of it and I would mention it. Like I feel like I'm asking too much but can you help me like yeah. this? Like, But that's very lucky and I know that's very like that's not always common and I think especially as well if you don't have like an intimate partner because you rely on them for a lot. Like, they're your – like, you have your family growing up and then you kind of create this new family and they become your – can you take me here? Can you drop me off? I need to go to the airport. Like, it used to be your mom and dad or your carer. Then maybe your siblings are – Your very best friends in high school and college, like you're so close to your best friends in school because you're there with them every day, right? University too. Maybe you have a work bestie that you're like or your work wife, work Mm -hmm. husband. Um, That's fun. But then if you're alone, maybe you work from home, you don't have a lot of friends, I feel like then it's like, oh, like I don't really have that person. And you have no one to rely on and that can be quite a bit like – lonely a bit mm. scary i mean like for dropping off there's uber which is quite empowering and great right you don't you no longer have to rely on a friend yeah and you don't have a, a taxi that might feel like you know they might not turn up move it's on an app, It's very great you get very <laughs> dependable <laughs> dependable uber um and you know like modern day i think allows like that which is like pro and con because then it might be like you don't ask for help ever true that is true because, yeah. like, I always think it's funny because mum and dad and yeah. their good friend Carol, they still take each other to the it's airport so nice. and pick each other up. And I'm like, oh, it's lovely. I was like... I don't really do that for anyone. Like I do it for you and Damiano. Like yeah, need to leave. But I'm like, but like I don't have a friend that asked me to take them to the airport, and I don't think any friend ever would because I think that they would just call. Yeah, it I know. And I think that like our generation would do that. Yeah, and like, I mean like that's cool too because it gives this whole it's like a whole new economy. Like this person mm, gets a job. Like, yeah, and like I mean it's very convenient. Like, you don't even need to talk to anyone. You like you need to rely on a friend then. Because, like, also then you have to rely on your friend to show up at the right time. And maybe that won't happen. You're like, damn it, you made me late. made me late tonight. Tyler would not like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, my on time is 10 minutes early. So, yeah. 20 like, minutes. What's happening here? <laughs> Literally, when I need to get picked up, so um, when we went to Canberra the other day, Emma's, uh, Damiana was picking me up, and my house is a little bit of like from Emma's house, you have to do like a U turn to come back. And so I did think we should have got her to walk, (laughs) (laughs) walk to the corner. I'll do that next time. I'll do that next time. And I can go to the little IGA there, and I can wait on the corner there, and then you can park. Oh, that's a good idea. Or I thought you could just cross Heron. Oh, that's a good idea. Because it's closer to you. Yes, I'll do that. You could literally just go up and then cross and then come a bit further down on the traffic lights. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, (laughs) I always make sure that when I tell Emma, so we always talk about like, what time do we need to be at the airport? Okay, then what time do we need to leave? Or what time do I need to be picked up? And I'm like, okay, so what time do you need to leave? I'm like, I'm always checking. Oh my God. Because like, honestly... (laughs) I feel like I'm the person who's always like five minutes late, but I'm never ten minutes late. You know, like I feel like the five minute buffer is fine, but probably not for the airport. <laughs> but it was, it was, it was fine. perfect timing. It really was. But yeah, time. I'm the five minute late girl. No, I'm I'm the on time to five minutes late. But hello. Tell me is freaking Italian. Those people, <laughs> Italian time is different. And, like, I try to tell him, actually, it's inconsiderate <laughs> to be late because it's, show- it's saying that your time is more important than the other person's time. And he kind of, like, was like, oh, true. But I think, you know, when it's in a culture, it's kind of, like, celebrated. <laughs> like, it's like, I'm Italian. I'm going to be late and it's fine. But I don't think it is fine. It's very funny. It's very funny. Um, so I think the whole idea with this people pleasing thing, like how can we overcome it? Like the example of saying I need to check my calendar, like give me a moment or I'll call you back or I'll message you later when I when I check my calendar. I think that is a really good opportunity for you to set a boundary because it's giving you the moment to think, okay, am I going to say yes or am I going to say no? And when you say no, that's like you're setting a boundary and it's really empowering and it can be really hard. It can feel really awkward. It can feel really, like, not natural. Like, you can be like, I want to say yes, but I know that if I say yes, I I'm actually going to resent it. So I should say no because I'm protecting my future self. Yeah. Even though you feel gross now saying no because saying yeah. no is hard. Like when someone asks you to do something and you're certainly like you don't really want to do it uh, and then you say it and then you set that boundary and you just have to kind of walk away for a moment and not think about it. That's how I do it anyway. I'm like, okay, I've said no. Yeah, own that decision. (laughs) And you will feel a bit awful for a little while, but then you're you're proud of yourself Mm. and you feel glad. And then I think it's good to imagine, well, if I had have said yes – I still would have felt awful because I didn't want to say yes and then you would have got to the day of the, the helpful thing that you were doing and been even angrier. Um, so although it's hard and feels wrong and like goes against what you th- feel like you should be doing, it's actually the right thing by you and yeah. that's more important. I know there's been many times where we will like say no, and then like it'll come to the thing that we was supposed to be. Yeah, like, thank God we said no because like, we just we didn't want to do that at all. I know because so many times we would just say yes, 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 and there was mad. There's so much magic in saying yes, but, I gosh, that resentment. I just remember mm. saying yes to so many things, especially with business. Yeah, it's like why are we here meeting you for coffee and like giving you all this business help. And you don't even pay for our coffee. <laughs> I feel like you're like, you know, when people are like, I'm gonna pick your brain and then they you just feel like your brain has been abused. Like and I mean like I love it's like to you help. pick it, you like I love, stabbed it. Yeah, I love to help, I really do, but like it's I don't know, there's a right and wrong way to go about stuff like that. Mm. Um, I think like we learned very early on in business, like if we are receiving something, like advice. Oh yeah or whatever or we feel like we want to take someone out for coffee, for yeah. example, and ask them something or get oh their God. help. Oh, God. It was always like, please let us, like, like let us, like, we will do what we can to, like, repay yes. you. And that that would be going up and paying for the coffee. my God. I feel like every business thing encounter we ever did, we paid for the coffees. Yeah. Uh, Even when it was the opposite way. <laughs> yeah, I swear. Like, and I mean, I want to tell you about, like, this one example that, like, I'm so proud that we started saying no. There was this one example of a business meeting and like you know he underline he, <laughs> <laughs> he he was I guess an older man and he I mean this is not dissing all men. We've had so much great help from men. Like I'm I'm not an angry no, man hater. I so love men. So many um people who've helped us have been Yeah, I women. would say more men have helped us in business than yeah. women. Uh, But that might just be that the fact that maybe there are more men in business. I don't know. Maybe not now. In the circles we were in, more men. More men. Uh, But this particular man, and it was in the health and wellness field, had, you know, a major following, major products. Like, I don't know how, like a lot of money, like million dollar business. One day, I think he – did he call you and he was like, oh, I'd love to, you know, get some help. I'm starting a membership. I know you girls have, like, done it and, like, I just love to – he said pick your brains. Did he say pick your brains? I don't know. Uh, Can we meet for coffee? And to me, it's like, oh, yeah, he's going to take us for coffee yeah. and we're going to help him. And we're going to, like, strategize. Yeah, and, like, and it will be fine. And, like, he's a great business guy. Like, all right, of course we're going to help you, not because we're all about what it's in for us, but it's a great contact. Mm. Like, surely this can lead to something else. like. A lot of business is about networking yeah. and you can't just be by yourself. Like business is never a solo game, I don't think. It's we all about collaboration. Aligned.
1: Yeah, so of course we said yes, And
0: like we wanted to help him. Like mm. we had crossed paths in, like before. We had talked to him. Had many, um, many encounters. Yeah, many encounters. So, of course, the answer was yes. But it was just so weird from the get-go because he'd sat himself down, ordered his coffee, got his little chocolate, and we were like, all right, we'll go get our coffee. That's fine. That's mm. fine. Um, then we sat down and it was like a full on interrogation of like everything we know and everything we do. Every software we've, every, every software we've tried and hated and loved every strategy of like how to get members, how to keep members. Like, what do you do? Like, is this what you do? Is this what you do? Does this work? Does this work? Like it was full interrogation. And then it just felt really gross. And then we left and we're like, huh, interesting. But we did not learn <laughs> because I feel like a week, month, maybe a month later, he called again and like wanted to ask more questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he did it multiple times and, you know, it took us a little while but we realised this guy is just like asking for so much and he doesn't give anything in return. And I'm like, hey, that's because we're not asking. Mm-hmm. So, okay, we're just not asking for anything in return. Let's ask. So when we wanted to get on his very popular podcast, Because we have a lot to share if you're listening. I think we have quite a lot to share, right? Uh, You know, I thought the answer was going to be yes straight away and excited yes. Instead, crickets, not even a reply. We were not, our query, our ask, our request gave zero reply he gave zero reply and i just think that's so bloody rude it's like at least pretend at least say no at least say check your calendar <laughs> like what is that and then he has continued to call and he has messaged both of us mm-hmm. i'm just ignoring him it's like two can play at that game i think that when you say the story it's actually mind-blowing because yeah we did give him a lot of time a lot of our energy a lot of our um knowledge expertise and 10 years of learning you know that's a lot and we would share everything yeah we're very open books like when we have a conversation with anyone who wants to start a business or, or is in business if they ask us anything we're open books yeah. like we will share whatever I mean whatever. we love because because business for us is about health as well mm. it's about following a bliss it's about creating work that you care about this is really important to us so if anyone like, puts their hand up, I, mm. I, like, I want some help, we will be the first to say yes. But, of course, it's burned us. Mm. So <laughs> don't do what we did. Yeah. Don't take, like, 15 <laughs> lessons. Just take maybe one or two. And I think, you know, that's an interesting way of looking at it. Like, I don't want you to think about, like, every – you know, time you say yes, it's like you have a little note in your back pocket. Okay, you owe me XYZ. Because that's not it's nice. Not a, either. No, it's not th- like, about th- that. It's not about that. But it's like, you know, if there is the moment where you think, I actually would need some help with this, like, yeah. let me just reach out to that person because I was so willing to help them. Yeah. I think that that's a good idea because, like, Give, give and receive. That's what yeah. it's about. Well, it should I think work two ways. I think so often if you are a people pleaser, you probably also struggle to ask for help. Oh, definitely. Like that's like a trait, right? Okay. <laughs> Which doesn't. It's like silly, isn't it? So the person who's not very helpful is really good at asking for help, <laughs> and the person who is really good at giving help is terrible at asking for help. Uh, not in all cases, obviously, but maybe there are extreme cases. Uh, And again, where do we begin? We begin with the awareness. Hey, I haven't asked for help since I was like five years old. Maybe I should (laughs) say I I practice that. Let's try strengthen this muscle. And that's exactly it. Like these things are like muscles. And when we don't practice, when we don't use the muscles, they become weak. Mm -hmm. So my asking for help muscle is weak. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's strengthen it. Let's practice. Maybe I'll just ask for a tiny, tiny little thing that's not you know, it's not too inconvenient. It's just a small thing. <laughs> and see what happens. See how I feel. And then go from there. Mm. Uh, oh, to be human. I know. And, like, <laughs> yeah, this is not, like, about being a no person. No. Because I think, like, you don't want to – we've done that as well. Like, you know, gone the other way where it's, like, we're saying yes, yes, yes. And then are like, oh, my God, we're people, please. It's like, we to say no to everybody. And then you kind of find that middle ground. Because generosity is a beautiful trait and, like, it's, like, a very uh, – I think it's one of the most amazing traits. Yes. Like you meet a generous person, you're like, wow. And I'm not talking generous like with their money. Like that's lovely as well. Like their time and their yeah. energy and their presence. Yeah. Like that's what I'm talking about. So it's kind of finding whatever feels best for you. There's no right way that's going to suit everybody. But it's noticing when you do say yes and then – Oh, okay, I'm actually feeling resentful. I'm actually not excited about this at all. I actually don't want to be here doing this thing that I said yes to. That's your little sign to say, okay, next time I'm gonna check in. Next time I might set a, a firmer boundary. Yeah. And some people won't like your boundaries. Yeah. Some people will be like, uh. This isn't, especially if they're they're really (laughs) old friends, like if they're super old friends and they've maybe known you for many years and, you know, we all go through phases and like we change, right? Like we're not meant to stay the same. We're meant to change and evolve, you know, physically, mentally, mindfully, all of this. That's our journey is one of change. We never stay put. Uh, even if we try to, we're not really. Uh, but, yes, yeah, some friends won't accept that. Some people won't accept that. And that's why we sometimes we don't have people in our lives for the whole time. They come in seasons and that's okay. Maybe they're a major part of it for some years and then maybe they're less major or they are still there though. But this this might happen if you make a change. And that's like in all cases, if you make a change in any aspect of your life, there will be some people who don't like it Mm. and maybe they don't want to be in your life and maybe it's for their health too. Maybe it's their boundaries. So it's like it works both ways. Mm. Uh, And it's not even if they don't like it. Like it's like think about actual like, you know, changes of coffee shops. (laughs) It's like that's going to change the people you're around. Yeah. So like any change is going to like change It's going to have a ripple-on effect. Yeah, exactly. So So if your behaviour changes, it will change relationships and maybe that's not a bad thing. Maybe that's okay. Or maybe your relationship can change. Like maybe you still see each other but maybe the Mm. dynamic changes a little bit. Maybe you will stop feeling used and that's a great thing. Yeah, I think what it does is it helps you feel more empowered and more yourself. Yeah. Like instead of uh, feeling used, abused and like – Kind of just that (laughs) the word is, people pleaser. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's like, why am I doing this? I didn't even want to. Yeah. So check in with, like, all instances. And it's really powerful, I think, when you, like, look at all – places in life where you might be doing that very common in the workplace yeah very common at home in the home like if the dynamic like with chores and things like yeah. I think that can be one like I know like when like I I reckon I used to like want to like do more and like just do everything like I'll just like get it all tidy and things and I'm just like no I'm gonna do that like, yeah you know like I'll do it but like it's, it's a fair share like we both live here like we're all gonna chip in yeah maybe I used to do that at the very beginning, I think I used to do it like when Joel was two weeks on. Two, oh, so okay. And I kind of like I get that. Like I was like tidying it, like because I probably
1: didn't. Well, like, that's it was, like, fine two weeks, though. Like, that's
0: I did, but convince. you should probably tidy this. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> that. See, <laughs> that's the thing. I think you can go the other way there too, because it's like wait, like you don't want to live in a pig no, as well, no, Carla. You need to clean, okay? I do clean. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I just mean like – You can't I make Joel do all the cleaning. I don't make him do all the cleaning. Yes, she I'm does. I'm probably thinking more like in past <laughs> relationships. Yeah, maybe like, I, when you're 21 yeah, or something. It was like – Yeah, I don't think I really – I think, like, <laughs> I love how we always go back to, like, the household chores. I can imagine that that would be something that, like, oh, when... I like, would be so resentful if I was doing all yeah, the household exactly. chores. I would be angry. I would yeah. be an angry person. Yeah. And that's why it's fair. Like, it's a fair share. And we, like, talk about it often. Mm. Uh, the funny thing, like, this is what... <laughs> like, Damiana did, like, the vacuuming the other night, the other day. I didn't notice but he always will leave something to like make sure i notice and i noticed like the bath mat was on the shower and I just thought maybe you put it like resting it's on the shower. Dry. I thought he'd put it there to dry, but I didn't realize that, that was his little thing to say that he had vacuumed. And like, then there was like this little bit of paper on the ground. And I think I must have dropped it. And he's like, oh, I just vacuumed, you know? And I was like, oh, did you? <laughs> Thank you. And then I like listen, I've done this, I've done this, I've done this. And it like we have this running joke and we just list it all the house chores that we've done (laughs) just to make sure we're both across it and, like, you can thank us, each other. We can thank each other. I may enjoy that as well. Like, I'm like, wake if he gets home of the day and I'm like, do you want to know what I did this morning? I'm like, this is my morning ritual. I wake up. I take oh. Chino out to wee and then I unstack the dishwasher, then I restack the dishwasher, <laughs> then I put a clothes, like I take all Are the Are you resentful Are you this? And then this? I put the clothes back in for another load of washing. No, I just laugh because I'm like I think it's funny because I think it's funny because morning rituals is like something that is very much talked about. Especially in the health and well-being, like how you start your morning is how you start your day, and I just joke about it, to John. Because like, that's your morning, that's ritual. My morning ritual, and I just think it's hilarious because it's it's not a meditation, it's not a yoga practice, it's not Pilates, it's cleaning it's up cleaning dog poo, my dog, and unstacking the dishwasher, and I, I do not really mind, like because well, I like to set myself up like clean. Well, sleep. I think that's a, setting yourself up for success, mm. and I think it's always nice to have. Like this is the thing when you do work at home. Like you do, it's hard because, yeah, it's it makes way more sense for you to do the washing Yeah, because you can do it in, between in the, the morning. You can have a little break to put the clothes out. Uh, you can take them off. You can put another load on. Like I know, I do that too. Like it's so much easier for me to do that than Damiano. It makes so much more sense. He's not washing the clothes at 11 bloody p.m. Yeah. Uh, like it doesn't make any sense for him to do that. It makes more sense for me to do that because I'm home every day but that's also a tricky thing with boundaries like knowing when is work time when is home time Mm -hmm. I think when you have kids it's a whole other picture of course like how does that work um but yeah how funny it's hilarious but it's good like we don't do people pleasing I don't think I'm really a people pleaser anymore I think I used to be definitely yeah like but not anymore. <laughs> but I think as well, then we went too far yeah. to like the no, no, no. My time is precious. Yeah. It's I, like, oh God, it's not I still that precious. Like, it's like, I'm just a human. Yeah. I know I still like helping, and like, actually, my time is important, but your time is important yeah. too. And like, um, I want to be, like, I like the whole idea of thinking like, I want to be remembered in like a way where I was helpful and gave people time. Yeah. Don't you think uh, a part of becoming like, I think if you were a people pleaser or maybe you were kept yourself quiet or small, there is this thing of like, you know, where you become empowered and you like go the other way and you become like this, no, I'm up here now. Like mm. you kind of put yourself on a pedestal and I don't think that's actually good. Mm. And this is just my opinion. Like all these are just our opinions. Like, you can disagree. Uh, like I think it's very, it's a really great way to see yourself as equal, uh, that that person's time is also important. So you do, like your your time is important, but their time is important. So like, don't ab- don't go the other way mm-hmm. and start to abuse their power. I mean, ab- abuse their time and yeah. like abuse is the wrong word. I'm sorry. Yeah, it is the wrong word. Wrong word. I don't know what the word Use. is. Use. <laughs> Use. I think um that's very true, and. I've forgotten what I was going to say, but it was something that you just said, and I was going to I was going to keep going, but no, like the I pedestal forgotten. thing, probably. Yes, and you know what I think is uh, its hard because, especially in the business world, you'll do any business course, and they'll say, "Make yourself the expert." Yeah. Make yourself the expert. You need to look like you're the expert that you know more. You need to be the guru. Like, oh, my. Well, like in the health and wellness yeah, world, the yoga world, the spirituality world, the guru. I freaking hate the guru. And I'm sorry, gurus. <laughs> <laughs> Not your guru. Uh, I think the – I don't like that either. And I think that we have never – we've never strived for that. Like we've – I've listened to that feedback all that advice and it just never sat well and it's not like that we have imposter syndrome where we're like oh we're not good enough no i just don't want to be that that." i want to like be the person who's learning with everyone as well and i think that that's like that's just how i prefer things i like to be um I like to talk to people and to like get to know people and not be the person who's like always out like, of touch uh, yeah exactly well I think it's like they probably do it on purpose they I know. they create the the boundary strategy they create the barrier to to make the appearance that they are on that pedestal uh, and you know it is about is this? Of course, like think of monarchy and kings and queens. like this has been part of our lives, but then you could think about this, think about uh the the saints, mm. like you know a lot of I'm just thinking of Saint Francis of Assisi <laughs> obviously, I've been watching a lot of Italian stuff studying. <laughs> But, you know, I'm thinking, like, these people were more, like, here, like, cuddle, like, like Mother Teresa? Yeah, like, I'm thinking of these people and I'm sure there's a lot of other people, <laughs> not just saints and religious yeah. people because I, I try and to think of another non-religious type. But, um, like, we don't have to be like that and you don't have to be like that in business. It can be more like, hey, I'm doing this, come along for the ride. Uh, I don't know everything. And that's all right. Mm. And I have stuff to teach you, but you have stuff to teach me. Mm. Uh, And sometimes people might not even intentionally put themselves on a pedestal, but the other people put them on there. That definitely is a thing. Because, you know, you'll meet someone and you'll be like, I'm really overwhelmed. Like, I'm starstruck. I'm meeting you. And they're like, why? Mm-hmm. Like, why would you be starstruck? I'm just a normal person. And I've had that both ways, you know, like people have come up to me and be like, oh, my gosh, I'm like, oh, my God, please. No, like, I'm just a regular. <laughs> I'm just normal. And then other people, I've been starstruck yeah. and I'm like, oh, I'm a bit nervous. And then they're like, why? Like, really don't be. And, you know, in reality, we're all like that. Like even us talking about the gurus, maybe they don't even put themselves on there. True. We've put them on there for some reason. Well, um, it is. No. Yeah, and, but maybe it's like some things that they've done also has led to that. Yeah, because there are techniques and strategies Yes. like marketing strategies. Or it might be that, you know, someone has just got a big – they're really famous, or they just have like good lessons. Yeah, who bloody knows? Like, what about like know. as an example, like the Dalai Lama? Yeah, like we all obviously not we not everyone, but he is like you know enlightened being, and so people are like wow. But I wouldn't be starstruck by him. I'd be like excited, yeah. but I wouldn't be nervous. So no. that's interesting, yeah. isn't it? Because then there's other people who you're like, oh, I feel nervous yeah. to eat. like, I feel like uh, oh, interesting. Isn't it funny to think about humans and, like, how we behave all together and, well, like, I the think, dynamics of everything? I think the, the thing to remember is, like, how you're feeling as a human. Every other human is feeling that. Like, yeah. So I think it's, it's – Or has, has felt, felt that. that. Not, not in that moment. No, but I think it's – like, yeah, we've got to remember that, like, the people who are on those pedestals that maybe we put them on, maybe they put themselves on there, who knows how they got there. Um, they're also just like us. Yeah, I think – That whole look Look sideways sideways. message that we learned early on in this Moonmaker journey uh, was very, very helpful for us because I think we were a bit starstruck in the early days and that really helped us because we realised, oh, yeah, like we are all the same. Mm -hmm. We're all the same. Uh, But, yeah. We went on a tangent just to end this episode on people-pleasing. Is there any last other things we want to mention? Like I, th- it is like it's a it's a basic simple principle. It's hard to implement. Yeah, if you're in the habit of being a people pleaser, and I think that acknowledging that it's not going to be an easy change is yeah. like an important thing as well. Yeah, and I think also if you are a people pleaser, you probably don't like confrontation. Mm. You she don't like to please people. Yes. So like this is Yeah, so this is a thing. But I think it's always important to remember, okay, like you don't like confrontation with other people, but this habit creates internal confrontation. And this internal stuff where like you're anger and bitter inside and like conflicty, uh, it's very tiring. It's like it's like you're self sabotaging, self suffering. Uh so it's a good idea to actually put this confrontation out mm. with that person instead of just holding it in. And you can, like, learn how to do it in ways that are, are doable for you. Yeah, and, like, maybe it feels awkward. But yeah, like, hey, it awkward always feels awkward. Bad. I know this is the thing. like, It feels awkward, like, for me to be uh, have raised something – my god so nerve-wracking so awkward but then as soon as you do it oh i feel about 10 kilos just lifted off my shoulders Mm -hmm. like you feel great you know the last thing i want to talk about is i think this is an interesting thing when we were just talking about people pleasing and the internal turmoil that goes on this resentment this anger and also these made-up situations yeah i think a lot of the time it's like we're people-pleasing because we have this uh, fear of what might happen if we say no or if we change our mind and we think, oh, my God, they're going to think this about me. They're probably going to say this. Like next time I see them, they're going to say X, Y, Z. I just know it. Mm. But then that never happens. And, like, again, that whole imagination the that the mind, this this journey that the mind takes us on we also need to then like step away from that narrative and realize like this isn't real yet like this hasn't happened this is made up i'm assuming i know right assumption i'm assuming this person's going to be angry at me if i say no but i don't even know if they're going to be angry i'm so glad you mentioned this because this is so important so often we just make it up and we're so, so stressed about something and then you say it and they're like, "Oh, whatever." Mm-hmm. Like I will ask this person, "Oh, I don't <laughs> I, Oh, I forgot about that. I didn't even need your help." And you're like, "Oh my god, I was stewing on this for so long. I've been thinking about this for a week." And like that's and that again, like that's a trait of a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. Often if you're a people pleaser, you have so much internal dialogue going on. Like so much narrative. You just need to breathe. Mm-hmm. And you need to remind yourself that this isn't real. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking that this might happen, but it hasn't yeah, happened. Yeah. Just because you think something real, some, just because you think something and it feels real doesn't mean it's real. Yeah. Our thoughts are so powerful. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they can be like, oh my God. Like, because. And it's like you think about it like speaking on stage, like before the moment you speak on stage or the weeks before Ah. you speak on stage. You're thinking about speaking on stage. You're thinking about all the people in the crowd. You're thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to stuff up. I'm going to trip over the stairs as soon as I walk onto the stage. And suddenly you feel nervous. But, you know, nowhere near the stage. Yeah, so But funny. you feel nervous about it. Yeah, That's because you thought about it. And it's the same thing. Like these ass- assumptions of like how people are going to respond or react to your decisions, like they're not real yet. Yeah. And so the only way we can figure out how they're going to respond or react is by setting the boundary or by saying no, just by practising. And it's not on you. It's not your fault that they react in that way. Like... That's them. That's their stuff. I think this is such a cool point to leave on and it it is about our thoughts Mm -hmm. and how much power they do hold in that your thoughts lead to your feelings. Yeah. So like how you feel right now like can be created by a thought Mm -hmm. and yeah, you can change your thought and even make yourself feel great or you can change your thought and make yourself feel really down Uh, and sometimes you need to think these thoughts, like you need to, you can't just ignore some thoughts. Uh, But sometimes when you're like bringing up this thought again and again and again and it's taking you on this crazy ride of like sadness or anger or bitterness or resentment, we need to let go of them. And so often I think as people pleasers as well, you might have like old grudges that you've kept locked up inside your heart time to let go of them Mm -hmm. and even though maybe you don't like how you said yes or how you felt like you got used a lot and maybe they're not in your life but you're still feeling angry about it and you know you wish you were more you know outspoken back then but you weren't but that's okay you can learn from the past uh instead of dwelling on it and feeling sad and mad about it at yourself and at that person see if you can process it let go of it and step forward with, you know, a new new awareness, new action steps if you were to come face-to-face in that same situation. I mean, that's cool. It's so cool. I, th- I think it's so cool. And I'm excited that we um, kind of unpacked, you know, like there's a fair few action steps in there mm. of just like, you know, this is our experience in, in people-pleasing and how we've seen other people mm. people-please. Uh, been surrounded by lots of people pleasers been people pleasers ourselves yeah uh, in and out you know <laughs> of the people pleasing zone and it's okay that we do it yeah oh my like, god you know, we're all human like we do want to help like it's not a bad thing like it's a nice thing that you want to help yeah it's a it's, great trade it's about protecting yourself yes though, as you do exactly it. and it's like being a people pleaser isn't bad until it is bad, bad, right? Like, and bad, I know, don't label good or bad, but, like, sometimes you want to help. Like, I want to help people, Yeah. but I don't want to help when I don't. I don't want to help when actually I don't want to help. Yeah. It's all, yeah. <laughs> and, like, the only way we can really, again, so, like, this is why I think I always like looking at our practices in this way, and it's not looking at it like, oh, look, like, there's a silver lining. But really it is because there's no way that we can know all of this without experiencing it yeah so like i didn't know that i was going to be like that was a boundary that i had that i crossed that that was a boundary of mine until i crossed it yeah and then i crossed it and i'm like huh, this feels bad yeah yeah let me never do that again yeah exactly so there's the line and there's my new boundary and like that boundary might change and so it's like it's the whole idea of like you don't no, you need gratitude in your life until you realize how ungrateful you are for your life. You're like, yeah. oh, my God, like, let me focus on the good stuff that I yeah. have, in instead of focusing on yeah. the bad stuff. And I think, you know, that whole silver lining thing, like, I know it's not about toxic positivity at all. Like, the silver lining thing is also about, like, you know, realizing the lessons that come in the yeah. everyday moments. Uh, and it doesn't mean we have to find this big, almighty lesson in all shitty experiences and situations. It just means we're aware of like the lessons come to us in all kinds, all shapes and sizes, through the most mundane things to the biggest things mm-hmm. in our lives. Uh, maybe we don't realize it straight away. Maybe we realize it later. Yeah. And some of the shitty things are just shitty. Yeah. So like yeah. Some, so like the lesson also is sometimes there is no lesson. Yeah, exactly. And it just is. And yeah, that's, that thing sucked that was hard and i got through it yeah like that's the, that's lesson. the lesson in that that, that you, you got through yeah. it. or that you, you you could depend on people to get mm. through it or that you're still going through yeah. it or that you know like all these things are lessons but they're not like these crazy uh life-changing and they're not like oh it's meant to be yeah like uh. you know <laughs> Like, was always meant to be that way. Like, I get it. Like, that is a really good – like, that can be a powerful thing. Sometimes it doesn't work. And this is the thing with (laughs) everything. Sometimes it doesn't work. I think that's so important because, yeah, that message is so cool when it's the right message. Mm -hmm. But when it's the super wrong message – It's so bad. Like it makes you feel even worse. So that's my like (laughs) mindset and especially like, you know, in the spirituality world, like some of it is BS. And this is why we must question it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the BS for you is not BS for someone else. Exactly. And like that is another thing. Like just because someone says, oh, this thing worked really well for me, like you should try it out. Yeah, and that's also (laughs) like a good one to think. Like, you know, I know I totally went down that path of like, Feeling like I had so many, so many lessons, and I have all this, you know. I wanted to share all this, and I would totally give unsolicited advice to the people nearest to me. It's like, ew, gross! Don't do that. <laughs> you're like, yeah, I'm, not I'm that sorry. We only sorry. do that on our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you're choosing to listen, so thanks. <laughs> but we always do say question even what we say, you know, like oh God, when, Please question what we like. Say. What we say <laughs> is not gospel, but you know what anyone says is not gospel as well. So like like go inwards and this is why we love yoga, why we love meditation, why we love the practice of awareness because, you know, what we're really saying is just have awareness mm-hmm. of your life, mm-hmm. you, how you feel. Yeah, not- and you can learn from others. Yes. But most importantly you learn from yourself. Yeah, and you can depend on others and ask for help from others but like it's very – it's a great idea to really – be in tune with how you're feeling yeah. and who you are. Yeah. Because yeah, we're all different. Oh, also, uh, we are running a Oh my god, if you got this far. Yeah, a live workout. Or like a well it's not really a live it's gonna workout, be a morning workout. It's a live QA though. Yeah, live QA morning workout on this Thursday. Uh Thursday the nineteenth of May 2022, 630 AM Australian Eastern Standard Time. If you want to join us, head to the forward slash class. C-L-A-S-S. Um, It's going to be fun. We're just going to hang out. We're going to press play on one of our favorite newest workouts, which is Inside Mary Body, and then we're going to talk about it and you're going to ask questions. (laughs) It's going to be great. I can't wait. Me too. We'll add the link in the show notes. Uh, Otherwise, it's definitely on our website and it's definitely all on our social media right now this week if you're tuning in after. It's not. (laughs) It'll probably redirect to something else that's free, though, so go check it out anyway. Uh, But we hope to see you there. Yay. Otherwise, have a beautiful rest of your day, evening, afternoon, morning, and we will be back in your ears next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.